listening to Where the World Comes to Talk. Welcome to Civil War Talk Radio. The ghosts of Gettysburg haunt the streets of this 19th century town, and so do tourists of Gettysburg. Today, join us for an audio tour of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, in the 21st century on Civil War Talk Radio. Mission Critical. Two words that describe the data vital to every e-commerce website. If your company needs the services of an unparalleled co-location facility, you need to remember these two words, Castle Access. With Castle Access, your Internet servers will be secure in environmentally controlled data centers that offer high-speed managed Internet access and the highest standards of 24-7 customer support. For more info, visit castleaccess.com. Castle Access. We keep you online all the time. Hey, got a marketing department? Outsource it. Electronic Theater, a full-service multimedia ad agency, will animate your business. Still stuck with paper? Go digital. Engage your prospective clients with dynamic media, including voice, animation, video, music, and even virtual tours. Your interactive presentation illustrates who you are and what you do. Whether it's projected onto screens, handed out on CD with auto web link, or streaming from your website, Multimedia will grab your client's attention and keep it there. Electronic Theater makes it simple. We are knowledgeable, experienced, friendly professionals, and surprisingly affordable. So get your message out to the world. Electronic Theater, spotlighting your business. Check out our services and low CD replication pricing at electronictheater.com or call us at 760-436-8449. Are you a health-conscious, motivated mom who wants to work part-time from home? Do you want to enhance your family's income, get out of debt, experience financial freedom, create a flexible schedule, set your own hours? These benefits are available to top performers of this 34-year-old, solid, stable company. www.lisastafford.com Achieve personal wellness goals and make a difference in the lives of others. Receive coaching from the top achievers at this company. For more information, go online, lisastafford.com. Listen, the world is talking. World Talk Radio. Interested in advertising on any of our shows? Please click the advertise link on the homepage or send an email to ads at worldtalkradio.com or you can click on the sponsor this show link on any of the show pages. Welcome to Civil War Talk Radio. I'm Jerry Prokopovich, coming to you today, not as usual, from Greenville, North Carolina, and the campus of East Carolina University, whose ideas I am not responsible for and vice versa, but rather today from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, the site of the Great Battle of 1863. I'm, in fact, as we speak, standing on the slopes of Cemetery Hill inside my room at the Quality Inn, Gettysburg looking out through the window at ground where the soldiers fought uh, in July 1863. I'm here for the Lincoln Forum, which is an annual event held in November each year. It is a 
program open to the public that lasts several days and features speakers from all around the country who present on different aspects of the Lincoln story. It is not an academic conference in the sense that it's not designed uh, solely for history professionals like uh, the Organization of American Historians uh, annual meeting would be, but rather it is for people who are simply interested in Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War in general. This year's theme deals with Lincoln's assassination. That's the 2005 meeting. Uh, the 2006 meeting will, will have a different theme, something again to do with Abraham Lincoln. It is uh, a very interesting program, one that's open to uh, uh, to the public and is often broadcast on C-SPAN. So if you don't get a chance to go to it, you can sometimes see the presentations as they are later given. My old colleague, Carolyn Texley, from the Lincoln Museum in Fort Wayne, Indiana, was uh, hopefully going to be with me this morning to talk about her work there and the forum. Uh, she also is a, a visitor here at the forum. But things don't always go as planned. It's not easy to uh, get two guests, to get a guest and host together. It always makes me admire George McClellan uh, just a little to think of getting 120,000 men from Washington to the peninsula when it's hard enough for me to get my wife and two children anywhere on vacation on time. Well, so it is today. We had a, a logistic breakdown, and we don't have our guests with us at this moment. We will later in the show talk to one of the founders of the Lincoln Forum, uh, David Long, uh, a colleague at East Carolina who started this program some years ago. But I thought in the meantime, I would just share a few thoughts about Gettysburg, a place I imagine most listeners to Civil War Talk Radio have visited or hope to visit uh, or will visit sometime. It is unique among Civil War battlefields in a number of ways. One certainly is that it is the most popular. Uh, it draws approximately 2 million people to this otherwise uh, out-of-the-way corner of uh, the mid-Atlantic coast each year. And they come not for rides or uh, multimedia experiences, but they come actually to see the battlefield itself. That is the main attraction. There is no theme park. Uh, there is nothing uh, that rivals the battlefield for reasons to come to Gettysburg. But that's not to say there aren't other things to do here. And one of the fascinating things about Gettysburg is the way that it's changed over the years. When I first came here, I can indulge in reminiscence, it was in the 1960s, I was in elementary school, and already a Civil War enthusiast. But that was not the most popular thing then. This was years after the centennial. The interest had crested perhaps temporarily. And those of us who were fascinated by the Civil War were not uh, recognized as a, uh, uh, a substantial group at that time. So, especially as a child, I didn't know other people to talk to about it. Coming to Gettysburg with the family, with some other families, we ended up here being given a tour by one of the park rangers. We had a VIP accompanying the, the group, and he was able to get an actual ranger to ride in our station wagon around the battlefield. Well, we toured around. We saw the sights of the first day. We saw the sights of the second day. The rest of the family group was being polite and enjoying the, uh, the ranger's discussion. And I was just trying to figure out a way to let him know 
that I was really interested and I knew what he was talking about. And when we got to Culp's Hill, I was able, in what seemed to me, I'm sure, a smooth and sophisticated sixth grade way of delivering it, uh, to drop the observation that the fighting on Culp's Hill was unusually uh, bitter in part because some of it took place at night and there was not much night fighting in the Civil War. The ranger sort of perked up his ears, looked around and said, oh, we have a scholar in the group. Not sarcastically, but with interest. And the rest of the tour, he stayed close to me in the group, talked with me. We discussed whether Sickles had made a grave mistake in advancing the Third Corps on July 2nd or whether that had saved the battle, as Sickles and his supporters claimed. We talked about these issues. He said, oh, read, read Swanberg's book, Sickles the Incredible. 